Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Ah, Jordan. Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. It's one of those beautiful episodes of our program where we celebrate the kind people who support us. Yes. Who pay for our, in my case, Trader Joe's sparkling strawberry juice beverage. <laughs> you mean the donors of Maximum Fun, the people who go to maximumfun.org slash join, I think? Yeah, exactly. All of those kind people, they've stood up for us, and now it's time for us to stand up for them by wasting literally 90-plus minutes of their life. <laughs> oh, I thought this was going to go for four hours. This is going to be like a Springsteen concert. <laughs> no opener. Depends on how many encores we do, Jordan. <laughs> sure. And a salute to Clarence Clemens. <laughs> There's a lot of good stuff on Nebraska we could, we could run out, you know? Uh, yeah, sure. Little Stevie's got some solo material he wants to do. <laughs> Plus, he wants to sing a couple of Chuck Berry songs, as always. Man, I am running out of Springsteen polls, honestly. <laughs> I do not know that much about Bruce Springsteen. Uh, and we are kind of reaching the end of my knowledge. So if we could uh, put a bow on the Springsteen. I know he has long concerts. That's basically all I know. Do you mind if just real quick we do a moment of silence for Clarence Clemens? R.I.P. <laughs> I briefly mentioned Clarence Clemens, R.I.P. That's one of the things I know. Okay, good. <laughs> Let's introduce our guests on this musical spectacular episode of yes. uh, Jordan, Jesse Go. You know them from the flop house. Uh, you know them as uh, a bar operator and a television comedy writer, uh, Stuart Wellington. Uh-huh. Hey, it's me, Stuart Wellington, handsome drifter. <laughs> and Dan McCoy. Hi, Dan. It's me, Dan McCoy, shirtless. Whoa. I, wow. I'm loving it. I record in the, the second room that we've turned into an office, and it is very, very, very hot in here. And this is the first time I've done one of these podcasts without a visual uh, component. So uh-huh. I took advantage. <laughs> you took yeah. advantage. Yeah, because there's nothing better, nothing better when it's nice and hot than uh, having your skin touch other parts of your body. <laughs> Hey, uh, Dan, let me ask you something. You tweaking those uh-huh. nips? Well, now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like to hear. Yeah. You got to keep those nips fresh. Yeah. yeah. Keep them taut. D- Dan's taking requests. So just put it in the chat. And if you, uh, if you throw in some tokens, they'll do even more stuff. <laughs> We're going to get into some uh, Walton Goggins related content in a moment. But yes. I actually am really glad that Dan is here because Dan spurred for me perhaps the first moment of actual creativity I've had in the last six months or so. Mm-hmm. Um, as you guys, as you guys, Stu and Jordan probably know, Dan has a prolific sort of low effort Twitter presence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I really enjoy it. I, mm-hmm. I'm not one of the people who's against it. I get a real kick out of it. I like that he'll put a joke out when it's three quarters done. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, yeah. I'm going to waste my good stuff? Isn't that what Twitter's for? I have a thought and I put it online. Uh-huh. And then tack on some kind of ghost-related conclusion, and then that's yep. a tweet. <laughs> so Dan the other day tweeted a non-joke mm-hmm. complaining about the opening stanza, the opening pair of lines in the classic heavy rock tune War Pigs by Black Sabbath. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, although I did get the the line slightly wrong, but yeah. <laughs> no. 
So Dan, maybe you can explain. Okay, I, yeah, I think I missed the tweet. Can you uh, can you relay it for me? Uh, I mean, this is this is not a new observation that the War Pigs opening rhyme is terrible. But I hopefully put it in a, a new context. Let me pull it up so I can say it. The context of a low effort Twitter feed from a talented comedy writer. Uh, the tweet is: Every time I hear War Pigs, I'm like. Generals gathered in the masses. Oh, hell yeah. Just like witches at black masses. And then it says, you done fucked it up, Black Sabbath. Mm-hmm. So yep. uh, it is a... Because that is an awesome... That is objectively I, uh, yeah. awesome. And it starts off awesome. And then you're like, come on, man. You could have done better <laughs> than that. Yeah. The second line of the song. Like, the, 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 the fact that it is a, such a ripping song... And I actually, I'm, you know, Jordan Jesse Go listeners know, I, I'm not Mr. Rock and Roll over here, but mm-hmm. I do actually like Black Sabbath. I own this album. Mm-hmm. I listen to it sometimes. And it's, you know, it's one of the greatest heavy rock songs ever recorded. But it really does take off like a jet plane, and then they cut the engines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, eh, masses rhymes with masses. Can I slip in here and say that I don't hate the imagery? It seems right. Am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. cool. You think it's it's the rhyme? It's the rhyme you have. Well, a problem yeah, with. that's the problem. I mean, people uh, people pointed out, and this is fair, mm. that they are using the word masses in two different ways. Sure, uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. meaning a massive group of people and a, a religious service. Mm-hmm. Yep. So perhaps it's a little more clever than I initially gave it uh-huh. credit for, but it just it it clunks on the ear. I feel although. The the religious service is just a it's just a gathering of people. Like it's not like mm, it's mm-hmm. like it has a more formal connotation in the context of a religious service. But it's called a mass because yeah. the people gather to do it. It's not because they like are lumped together in a giant pile. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I mean. I'm talking about the church I go to. That's right, Pile Church. Now, I mean, when it when it comes to great rock song, uh, great song rock song rhymes, the best is still Steve Miller Band's "Faxes" in Texas. I think that's the best, right? <laughs> take the money and run. Okay. So I recognize Dan's complaint. And I have I have in this new segment on Jordan Jesse Go Heavy Metal Punch Up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to offer the three of you five alternate stanzas, each okay. starting with the rip-roaring lead line, generals gathered in their masses. And I mm-hmm. would like to know which of these I should present to Sharon Osborne mm-hmm. uh, the next time we have lunch at the Four Seasons, which mm-hmm. is something we do, at least before things shut down, was in every Friday thing, and now we do like a Zoom thing. That's fine. I mean, you, you know, rituals are so important. Uh-huh. Yeah, just I mean, like look at those, just like witches those gathering witches. for black masses, you have to sit down for brunch with Sharon. So the first one here is, it is in the spirit of our musical theme. Um, it goes like this: Generals gathered in their masses. Some play woodwinds, some play brasses. That. So that's like parts it. of the orchestra. It's like sure. a Peter and the Wolf deal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's really great because we don't have a video component of this podcast, so I just assumed 
you managed to get Ozzy Osbourne into the studio to do that. Or maybe Adam Lambert. He's the ringer, right? <laughs> yeah. Is that who sings for Black Sabbath now? No. I mean, when he's not doing Queen, I think, yeah, he jumps oh, over. Oh, right. Sure, stuff. sure. <laughs> uh, the second one, I don't know if you guys know this, Dan and Stu, but I have a, a well-known love of lifelong learning. Uh-huh. Okay. So this one, this one reflects that. Mm-hmm. Generals gathered in their masses to sign up for extension classes. (laughs) So that would be like pottery, Uh for example, or like photography, history of Rome. I have two small concerns. I mean, the the smaller one is I think that the meter is a little off. Uh, The larger one, I feel like it (laughs) sets you up for a story that the rest of the song doesn't pay off. Right, we would have to do. We'd have to go we through do. the rest of the song okay. and work in some references to learning how to use a darkroom. <laughs> in 2020, we're still doing darkroom photography. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're taking that class, I mean, the community college has the darkroom. They're gonna use okay. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they still have chemicals from 1987. I mean, I guess they could convert it to a lounge or something, but. I mean, that's yeah, going to take come resources. On. Lounge at the community college? Come on. Yeah, it's already so then. dark. I mean, that's just dangerous. You got to buy n- new vending machines? No way. I'm I'm a little concerned that it maybe loses some of the, I'm going to say, social criticism of the original. I mean, I think you know, mm-hmm. it's it's a you know, it's a look at the military industrial complex, and I think if mm-hmm. it's you know just about generals, I thought it was just anti witch. Oh wow. <laughs> I guess it's. Uh, I mean, that's 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 your interpretation, I guess. So the, this one, I think, is more like satirical. It's just like social satire, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Generals gathered in their masses with rude remarks and muttered sasses. <laughs> so it's like I the like generals that. are yeah. like they're they're reading the other generals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, it acknowledges yeah. that there's more than one kind of warfare. Yeah, sure. yeah, and more than right. one kind of general. A lot right. of people think about like a straight lace, straight shooting, literally and figuratively mm-hmm. general. This would be like a '90s sitcom best friend general. Yeah, mm-hmm. gotcha. Yeah, Kinda like caddy. We live mm-hmm. for the drama. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, like a Megan Mullally. Sure. Yeah. You know that Patton was a messy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he loved the drama. If there's anything I yep. know about General George Patton, mm-hmm. loved the drama. Uh, the this one is just for like, um, it's just a celebration of human sensuality, which I think Black Sabbath is generally. Sure. Um, sure. Yeah. Crazy like thing. I don't think there's. More, uh, yeah, a more iconically sexual man than Ozzy Osbourne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, just in terms of his lithe, sinuous, uh, <laughs> unintelligible quality, uh-huh. and the um, way he like wanders around the stage like Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one goes: generals gathered in their masses, some erect while some are flaccid. Oh, yeah, I like so that. So it's like they wouldn't all have hard-ons at the same time. Oh, yeah, thanks yeah. for clarifying. No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, that would be... I mean, the odds of them all having the same turn-ons, the same kinks, like, that's the... Uh-huh. I think that would be the main issue, you know. It, one thing is not going to do it for all of those generals. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I mean, it's a, it's a, obviously, when they get together, some of them are going to be hard. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> And I mean, I, Jesse, um, I mean, I think you're also, I mean, I, I don't want to, 
you know, I don't want to call you out on your shit here, and I don't want to sound like a snowflake. <laughs> but, I know uh, you're a messy bitch. Sure, I am a messy bitch. Um, I mean, I think you're proposing a world where all generals have penises, and frankly, um, I don't know. That, that's not my army. To be fair, yep. the clitoris can become tumescent. Okay, you know what? <laughs> it can be engorged. <laughs> well, hey, you know what they say when you have when you when you point one finger, there's four pointing back at you. Yeah, yeah. It's good to know about the clitoris. Uh, and I have one one last one, and this one has sure. more of a culinary theme. I love to cook. I know Dan. I follow your Instagram. I know mm-hmm. that you love to cook. Have you cooked anything interesting lately? Uh, uh, Audrey insisted upon this fisherman stew, which is very delicious, but it also required six separate types of seafood that we uh, <laughs> got delivered, which was a, uh, kind of a crazy thing to do. But but it had several portions. I, I didn't feel quite as guilty after I realized how much food it made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you finally wow. have an excuse to invite those fishermen over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Arr, we've been living next door for 14 years, Daniel. Yeah. Yeah, I walk out the door and they throw cough drops at me. They're so angry. (laughs) We'd be glad to water your plants while you're away. (laughs) Arr, but this do be appropriation. (laughs) (laughs) And remember when I invited you over and you said you couldn't come, but then I heard you playing a rock band through the windows and I'm like, why couldn't he come to my party? (laughs) Right. That's... Did you know the clitoris can also become engorged? <laughs> well, I... Oh. Uh, this last one is, as I said, culinary in theme. Right. Generals gathered in their masses, eating beans and passing gases. I like that. Yeah. Like, call it the musical fruit. It's technically also a musically themed one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I think it... Uh, you know, it takes those generals down a peg. Yeah, and it plays okay. well for the, like, elementary school circuit, you know, when Black Sabbath has to do an <laughs> elementary school tour. Yeah, that's from the Black Sabbath Kids Bop album. Yeah. Yeah. Or when Weird Al finally gets around to that song. It is food-based. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Yeah, he's got a backlog. <laughs> I'm gonna take it. a minute to I'm gonna take a minute to uh, to text Sharon and let her know I've got this thing settled. Okay. Uh, but in the meantime... We've got some Goggins to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Dan and Elliot. Uh, oh, gosh, I'm sorry. I said the other guy, Dan and Stuart. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, we're very similar, actually. <laughs> the, <laughs> similar, <laughs> dude. similar in build. You know when you start listening to a podcast and you're like, this is great, but I can't tell their voices apart yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's the flop house. Yeah. Stuart's son, uh, Sammy, was over at my house this morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you found my son. <laughs> <laughs> Mail him back. <laughs> Um, I tried to Oswald Cobblepot that little shit. <laughs> you gotta Cobblepot him. Yeah. Uh, Dan and Stu, I wonder if you, how much explanation you need as to our beloved running bit songs about character actor Walton Goggins's brand of vodka. Well, I am a uh, a regular listener from way back. I am a little behind right now, but I am I am utterly familiar with this. I think Stuart, however, may need a primer. But guys, I'm a pretty classically trained improviser, so I think I can pick things up pretty quick. <laughs> right. <laughs> which which techniques do you use? Uh, uh, Roman or Greek? Yes, <laughs> and? <laughs> he talks the talk. Yeah. <laughs> Checks out. Uh-huh. Uh, so 
we on Jordan Jesse Go, the uh, the like celebrity booze brand has been a source of jokes since since the show since the show has been on the air. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that Walton Goggins had his own brand of vodka. That led me to write the now famous song. Walton Goggins has a vodka. Walton Goggins has a vodka. Walton Goggins has a vodka. Goggins has a vodka. Walton Goggins. Goggins. <laughs> uh, so in that, uh, and that inspired a nation. Yeah. Um, inspired a nation who would soon <laughs> be trapped in their houses with lots of time on their hands mm-hmm. uh, to record, um, I don't want to say better Walton Goggins vodka songs, because, you know... I mean, why judge creativity like that? Maybe mine's the best. Maybe it's the second best. I mean, there's no reason to to go into it. Yeah, like the Grammys that. shouldn't but, exist, right? Because you're just judging artwork. Thank you. Just give it to Lizzo. Am I right, everybody? Um, and so yeah, so I uh, so I inspired a nation, and we've been flooded with these Walton Goggins songs, which um, maybe started out as like parodies of other cartoon themes but have just branched out into originals to fully orchestrated rock operas. It's, it's been really amazing and really fun to see and definitely a, 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 a always a delight when Brian says there's another Goggins song. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that at the Walton Goggins Vodka Factory, there's someone running down the hall uh, screaming about the 2% uh, rise in sales that has happened <laughs> that they don't understand what 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 triggered it where's the spike yeah <laughs> they're like apparently we think we think either someone's writing songs about us on a podcast or everyone in the world is sad <laughs> <laughs> something's leading to it <laughs> we're shipping a lot of our vodka to dorks lately <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we love you guys, but we know you're dorks. <laughs> um, so yeah, so so what we wanted to do was kind of like have a special episode to kind of like celebrate the running joke and to just kind of clear the docket with all the all the Walton Goggins vodka songs that we have yet to listen to. Um, I do have a question about the the topic a little bit. Um, do you guys have a preferential celebrity booze brand? Is there one that you actually enjoy outside, not including Goggins Vodka? We know that's the best. I've purchased a few bottles of E40 tequila mm-hmm. by E40. I don't drink, so I don't know if it's good tequila, but I just want to support 40 Water. Yeah. Uh, I basically have liked every celebrity booze I've ever tried. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe that points to a larger problem. Sure. Um, but let's not, listen, let's not, this isn't for, this isn't a time for introspection. When you drink it, do you look at pictures of that celebrity on your laptop like you're hanging out? <laughs> oh, always, especially if it's Dan Aykroyd's Crystal Head Vodka. Yeah, yeah, I'm like Ryan Reynolds laughing Google search. <laughs> Does Ryan Reynolds have one? Yeah, yeah, Aviation Gin. Haven't you seen uh, that movie uh, Simple Favor? His uh, his wife pulls out uh, a bottle of gin for the perfect oh, martini. Oh, that's right. Aviation gin. Oh, that's so funny. I... I I like that one. I think that's pretty good. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, t- uh, yeah, Stuart. I'm just kind of curious, as someone in the bar business, do you like stock any celebrity booze brands? And is there something people like ask for? Not like not intentionally. There might be one that like snuck in. Doesn't like doesn't Dan Aykroyd have a stake in Patron or something? Oh, I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, he has his Crystal Skull yeah. vodka for uh, it's sure. Crystal, it's it's Crystal Head vodka. It's not Crystal Skull. But... Crystal Head. That's proprietary. Uh, no, I. 
I have never tasted any celebrity um, alcohols, but I did inherit an empty bottle of that Dan Aykroyd uh, Crystal Head Vodka that uh, used to belong to Rich Blomquist, one of the writers at The Daily Show when I came in, who went on to do, uh, he was on, he was a writer on uh, uh, Fresh Off the Boat, and he's married to Kristen Shaw, who's the most wonderful human alive. But um, but I inherited this empty bottle of Skull, because I, I was like, at that point, I was new to the show, and I'm like, anything he was throwing out, I was like, <laughs> oh, great. And, and so I put like some lights in it and had it as a light on my desk. So I recommend it as that. Oh, Okay. That's crafty. I've definitely seen empty bottles of that at the flea market that they're asking like $50 for. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and you're like, Dan Aykroyd, yeah. don't you think you could charge a little bit less? Why are you selling this at the flea market? And he's like, well, I gotta, gotta make a couple extra bucks to finance my next Ghostbusters script. And you're like, really? You can't just go? Or my real life <laughs> investigations into the paranormal. <laughs> Stu, have you ever considered carrying Danny DeVito's limoncello? Uh, uh, now that you say it, a hundred percent. Uh, do you know? Yeah. Do you know which uh, New York-based booze distributor uh, carries it? Because I'll call them next uh, tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I know that it's a taste of life from this famous fellow. Uh, that's great. Wait, is that is this, is this? Are you just fucking? Is this a bit? Is this no, the original, bit? the original Jordan Jesse Go celebrity liquor. I think was when I became obsessed with a series of radio commercials for uh, Danny DeVito Limoncello that have an amazing fake Dean Martin song, um, or in the uh-huh. style of a Dean Martin song, uh, sure. that turned out to be written and performed by a parent of a Jordan Jesse Go listener. Whoa. Uh, that goes, uh, Danny DeVito's Limoncello, it's a taste of life from this famous fellow. Pop, 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 pop. Tasty cold or on ice. Something, something, something Italy. So uh, <laughs> they should have written lyrics the whole way through instead of yeah. just intermittent <laughs> lyrics. But it, sim- it, sim- it, simulates, it simulates how you act when you're drunk off Danny DeVito's limoncello. <laughs> so now I want to buy Danny DeVito's limoncello. I want to get, what is it, Casamigos? Is that George Clooney's? Oh, yeah, Clooney's. That's really good. So I'll do that. I'll combine that, and then I'll put in a shot of Nespresso, because they're both (laughs) in that commercial. Uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hell, yeah. That's my cocktail. I'm going to call it, I don't know, a commercial. (laughs) I actually, for this segment, I actually got a bottle of Mulholland vodka, Walton Goggins' vodka, and I I made a little cocktail. Um, Uh It is... You, okay, here's the directions. You mm-hmm. handful of blueberries in a rocks glass. Put it okay. in there with the juice from a lime. You muddle mm-hmm. it. Ice mm-hmm. cubes. Shot of okay. Mulholland vodka. Mm-hmm. Fill it up to the top with iced tea. Mm-hmm. It's called a stands after Walton Goggins' character from Predator. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And because we're all stands of his. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like it. Someone posted a great scene with Walton Goggins in like a later Major League sequel. Okay. Like Major League Three, Back to the Miners or something. (laughs) Major League Four, it's hockey now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Major League Five, still racist. (laughs) Yeah. The great thing about that cocktail, Jordan, is you could also make it with uh, Dan Aykroyd's vodka and still call it Stans. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Fun. What fun we're having. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Guys, we're having a great time. 
Oh man, I love I love this game. Dan, did you make a special cocktail today? Yeah, do you have any cocktail recommendations? Uh I made a I made a cocktail tonight that was uh this is Max Fun inspired in that uh at the beginning of the pandemic, when we all started locking ourselves down, Kira uh at Max Fun started a taskmaster thing amongst a bunch of friends to pass the time. And I kind of dipped out after a while, uh, once, uh, being on quarantine was no longer novel and fun. Uh, but one of the challenges early on was to make a new cocktail with a few, what you had on hand, uh, which I feel like I had a unfair advantage of cause I keep a full bar stocked at home. But, um, so mm-hmm. I have a drink that I made, uh, uh, a strawberry syrup by combining equal part uh, water and strawberry jam. Now, I would go, you know, a good jam, a Smuckers or higher. Um, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to go sub-Smuckers. Yeah. And you put a couple of sprigs of rosemary in there, boil it up, uh, let it steep. And so then you take one ounce of that strawberry syrup, put it with two ounces of tequila, half an ounce of Saint Germain, half an ounce of lemon juice, and a bar spoon of allspice dram, and shake it up and maybe put some mint or similar uh, herb on top as a little garnish. Very nice. Uh-huh. What, do you, what do you call that piece? Uh, I, I named that uh, back when it was funnier to do jokes about the uh, <laughs> pandemic as well. It's called the mandatory self-intoxication. <laughs> oh. oh, cool. Okay, Stu, you're taking notes because people will definitely go into Hinterlands and order all of these things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I- people still come in and order a fucking Castle Freak from me and I'm like, dude, we don't carry Ding Dong on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, a Castle Freak? <laughs> castle Freak's, what, like half a Ding Dong and like a Coors Light in a rocks glass. I don't know. <laughs> I think I talked about it on the podcast, but I'm going to let you guys in on a secret. A lot of times when we record a podcast, I'm drunk and I forget everything as soon as I say it. <laughs> we actually created years ago our own signature cocktail. And when I say years ago, mm-hmm. I'm talking about 11 years ago now. Wow. You guys have been podcasting a long time. Some would say too long. In 2000. Nine. It's one part Crystal Head Vodka, one part Danny mm-hmm. DeVito Limoncello, and ginger ale to mm-hmm. taste garnished with a lemon wedge. It's called a Minnesota Danny, mm-hmm. uh, named after uh, Dan Aykroyd's 1996 film Feeling Minnesota, uh, which was produced by <laughs> Danny DeVito. Oh, wow. I love it. I have a signature cocktail. I'm willing to offer a signature cocktail. Please, yeah. I've talked yeah. about it on Jordan Jesse Go before. but Yeah, let me write it down. My wife is, I I don't drink, but my wife does drink alcohol uh, from time to time, and she's lately become a rum drinker. She's been preferring rum. Uh, So there's a rum Mm -hmm. drink from Colombia called Limonada de Coco. Uh, It can be served virgin or alcoholic. It's one cup of cream of coconut, which you can get in a can at the grocery store, um, especially an Asian or uh, Latin American grocery store, but usually even the regular grocery store. Uh, two and a half cups of crushed ice, the juice of three limes, and about two tablespoons of sugar. Then you can add rum to taste, uh, light or dark rum. Both both are tasty in this, I, I, as I understand it. And then you blend them, and it is the most refreshing drink on earth. It truly could not be a more delicious and refreshing drink. It is a calorie bomb of extraordinary proportions. Uh, that, that cream of coconut, it's basically like uh, just drinking straight cream. Uh, with sugar in it. Mm-hmm. 
It's like drinking melted ice yeah. cream, but uh, it sure is tasty. Uh, Stuart, do you have do you have something that uh, you're having right now? Something I'm sipping yeah. on right now. Well, thank you for asking, Jordan. I am. Uh, I just combined a couple things that I like. Uh, so I did two ounces of uh, Evan Williams bourbon. I did uh, about an ounce or maybe three quarter ounce of Chinar, uh, the artichoke liqueur. Oh. And a healthy squirt of uh, Mike's hot honey. That's some spicy honey. Shook that shit up, poured it in a glass over ice, and uh, garnished with a orange twist. Uh, and it's spicy and warm, but also a little bit cold. So I'm calling that one a summer sweater. Hey. Yeah. Sounds itchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I'm similar to Dan. I'm shirtless while we're <laughs> Sure, yeah. Um, so I have a question about rum, guys. Has anyone brought up that it's weird that Walton Goggins has a vodka brand, but not a rum brand? So he could have called it Walton Goggins Grog or Walton's Groggins. Oh, shit. Um, I do think, I do think that, I think I, 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 we're saying vodka because it, it, it scans better with the original song that I wrote, but I do think he does have a rum. Okay. So that is Walton's grog. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Walton Goggins, I just recently watched all of the shield. That shit's crazy. I'd never seen it before. <laughs> Have, has anyone watched this show? <laughs> early 2000s? First off, first off, Michael Chiklis was younger than I am now. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, Michael Chiklis was 16 when they filmed that. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't understand why he looks older in the commish than he does in the shield. He was the first teen to achieve the rank of commish. <laughs> I, I guess. Yeah, that and that show is a sequel to Baby Commish. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he's he was so young when they started the shield. When he went to the store to buy the mom jeans he wears, they would have been like, "Oh no, sir, that's for an older that's for an older gentleman." <laughs> You're a child. Uh, I I watched I I uh, I recently watched all of Deadwood. I had never seen Deadwood before, and I went back and watched it. Uh-huh, and yeah. every episode, I'm like, "Ah, this is the episode that Walton Goggins will surely appear in." And then I got to the end, uh-huh. and I was like, "Ah, Deadwood was great. Why did Walton Goggins never show up?" Yeah, seems like yeah. bullshit. I think it's because he famously has a feud with, uh, with I don't know if it's famous, but he uh, he, do- he doesn't get along with Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> really? Really? Mm-hmm. Um, I, huh. I actually probably shouldn't speak out of school <laughs> since I know both of them are listening. <laughs> uh, you know, now I'm now I'm anti Goggins because uh, Timothy Oliphant is my man. He's, your team, uh, your team Oliphant. He's in well, this he's feud, in this in this celebrity feud yeah. of uh, hot zaddies. <laughs> Timothy Oliphant's one of those guys who looks like, you know, he's never had to worry about where he's sleeping at. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't look like a guy who's had a a lot of stress on his his shoulders. Oliphant's a soft boy. (laughs) A real softy. Um, uh, I don't know. This is I. W- I want to get into the Goggin songs in yes. a second, and also introduce our our Goggin song guide. But have you guys ever read this? There was a New Yorker profile of David Milch when Deadwood was on TV. Have you guys ever read it before? Uh, it's yeah. the one where he like lays on his back and <laughs> dictates everything to an assistant oh, who uh, yeah. who has to just type what he's pontificating. The level of fucking bananas. In his, so he had a back serious back injury, and also was possibly addicted to pills, and so uh-huh. would like lay on his uh, back. They're unrelated, right? Yeah, <laughs> they're unrelated issues. He slipped and fell on his way to get pills. 
<laughs> he would lay flat on his back in the writer's room in like uh in like an opioid daze and just yeah. dictate the episodes of uh Deadwood while the other writers contributed nothing other than encouragement and <laughs> uh-huh. and the writer's assistant would basically take dictation and it would just be projected in huge on on a huge projector onto the opposite wall uh so that he could see it from his prone position and like Mm-hmm. The whole article is basically treats that as though that is the way television is made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's really amazing. So I really encourage people, if you have a New Yorker subscription to the archives are online, I really encourage people to Google David Milch, New Yorker, <laughs> uh, and, and get a load of that shit. Okay. We have a Goggins guide here. Uh, you know him as the mm-hmm. producer of Jordan, Jesse Go. His name is Brian Sonny D. Fernandez. Hi, Brian. Hey guys, how's it going? Brian, you were a longtime writer's assistant. Do you think you could have uh, you think you could have handled taking dictation from David Milch in in his fever dream? Oh yeah, no problem. That would have been a piece of cake. In yeah. fact, that that ha- our showrunner, my showrunner, did a version of that. He wasn't in a fever dream, but he would just start talking the scene out, and you had to like go, 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 while the other writers like encouraged him. Same, <laughs> almost exactly the same thing. Uh, uh, actually, though, I did. I knew one of Milch's writer's assistants like longtime writer's assistants and it was he would do that at his house too like when they were like just working on random you know projects and stuff he would have people come over to his house and it was always flat on his back like all right here we go and he would or if he was writing out a grocery list it would be the same thing yeah yeah Yeah. he's like here we go uh unasked for king of queens (laughs) (laughs) yeah Empty nest reunion, go. (laughs) (laughs) Brian, where should we start in the story of Goggins here? Okay, so uh, the first, I I figured we'll just go through chronologically here and just kind of talk the evolution of how this bit, what what happened with this bit. Um, So the first week, um, we we threw it out there. That was the end of December. And then we came back in January with Dan Deacon. And we had, uh, it was mostly just people calling in with their, you know, acapella, commercial jingle parodies. So I did a quick compilation of those that we can kind of hear. You can kind of hear how it all started here. His first name is Walton. His last name is Goggins. He has a spirit so smooth and so clear. It's triple filtered and subtly flavored. Made by an actor who we all revere. Walton Goggins has a new celebrity vodka. If you don't drink it, he will break your jaw. Walton Goggins vodka. Walton Goggins vodka. Walton Goggins vodka. Walton Goggins vodka. Walton Goggins <laughs> I vodka. This one. <laughs> Walton Goggins vodka. It is a vodka drink that you should drink because it is made by Walton Goggins himself. Kind of falls apart at the end. Here goes nothing. I, I'll, I'll move the phone away here so I don't blow out your ears. Uh, all right. Walton. And the masters of the universe. I am Walton, defender of the Goggins and castle villain in the Tomb Raider movie, which bombed. That one seems like it went to Stewart's improv school. What? No, I. I'm calling the podcast. Mm. The, 
I mean, okay. I know, my I, wife I know just it's, heard yeah, me. I, know it's... Uh, I love you guys. Happy holidays. Bye. Walton Goggins has vodka. Walton Goggins has a vodka. Walton Goggins has vodka. Walton Goggins has a vodka. Sauce. Walton Goggins has vodka. Oh, now they're spitting. <laughs> she got bars, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't on board, but then they turned me around as soon as it started happening. Walton Goggins has a vodka. Walton Goggins, you know his vodka's pretty good. Goggins, the fresh maker. My vodka has a first name. It's W-A-L-T-E-R. My vodka has a last name. It's G O G G I N S. Name wrong. I love to drink it every day, and if you ask me why, I'll say, "Cause Walter Goggins has a way with the O D K A." Call one eight hundred Goggins. Walton Goggins has a new vodka. Walton Goggins, he has a vodka for you. Walton Goggins, so have a drink or two. When your life is kind of down and you wish that you weren't there, just grab a bottle of Mulholland and you won't even care. Walton, 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 Goggins, 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 Walton Goggins. Has it been like four hours? <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say, the more there were, the more I felt like I was trapped in some strange dream. <laughs> Guys, it's 2023. And, oh, and shit God. is exactly the same. The, que- no. the question that came to my mind as I was listening to that, Jordan, is why did you suggest that some of our listeners might be dorks? <laughs> uh, I was just fucking around. They're not. <laughs> They're a bunch of cool-ass fuck machines. Yeah. So that was pretty much the end of it, right, Brian? Yeah. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> uh, so then, so that, that, those are the ones there. And there were a couple B-sides in there. Uh, the 1-800-Goggins and the Muppet Babies theme and the Oscar Mayer theme where he got the name wrong. Right. Uh, those were B-sides we didn't put on the episode, but they're here in the bonus. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah. So then we got a pretty remarkable one that kind of set the tone for the rest of the, the year here. If it's David Lee Roth, I'm going to lose my <laughs> shit. <laughs> you guys remember this one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Walton Goggins. Vodka. Better than water or beer. Walton Goggins. Vodka. Fill you with the Goggins cheer. Walton Goggins. Vodka. Let me whisper in your ear. Walton Goggins. Vodka. Best drink you'll have all year. <laughs> yeah i mean yeah i mean that changed that did change everything i mean and it's so it, it's so good for so many reasons um i mean it mm-hmm. doesn't overstay its welcome it doesn't feel like it has to do the whole song um yeah i mean it scans perfectly with the original song um and yeah and i think you know give me the goggins um, has become a rallying cry for our nation's disenfranchised young people.
And I feel like I feel like if you slip that song into like a '90s uh, '90s night at your local uh, sock hop or whatever the fuck, <laughs> yeah, <called>, sock hop, <laughs> uh, people would people would assume that's the original song, right? That's what's <laughs> yeah, great about like, it. Oh, I didn't know this was. Um, yeah, so I think obviously like that 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 set the bar, and then people have been trying to get over that. I mean, you might argue that some people have gotten over that, but I think that is kind of what everyone has been shooting for since we played it on the show. Yeah, I feel like, you know, people are uh, often on Twitter will tell me like, uh, you know, nerdcore rap is pretty good. You should listen to this. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. If they linked me to that Gargan song we just heard, I'd be like, yeah, this is my new favorite kind of rap, nerdcore rap. Wait, so is that what nerdcore sounds like, or did you? Are you just always looking for uh, an excuse to squeeze in a criticism of nerdcore rap? No, I think that's probably that guy's probably a nerdcore rapper. <laughs> His name is DJ Hyrule or something like that. He might make Filk. Mm, what's he possibly filk? makes Filk. What's Filk? Filk is like uh, Lord of the Rings songs folk music. Oh, it's like Lord of the Rings sure. folk music. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I'm into that shit. <laughs> yes, too. If I express lack of knowledge uh, of nerdcore, will people like tweet at me links to nerdcore stuff? Yeah, but be careful. Don't mention chap hop, which is much worse. <laughs> I don't know what that is. But yeah, just send me all that information. My Twitter is at Dank McCoy. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> No, before we get on to uh, is, uh, the other, uh, cha- is Chap Hop people who have remixed uh, episodes of Chapo Trap House? Oh, <laughs> Set it to a beat. Yeah, that's why people are constantly tweeting at me. Jesse, go on Chap Hop. Go on Chap Hop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Play more Cumtown Core. <laughs> I don't really know what Cumtown is. Chop Hop is like if Dan uh, rapped while he was wearing his deerstalker hat that he definitely has from his enthusiasm oh, for Sherlock. I Chap do Hop. indeed own a deerstalker. Uh, I wanted to say, can I, before we get into more submissions, can I just uh, suggest one myself? Please, yes, yeah, sure. absolutely. I, okay, oh, yeah, I, I, just, I wrote this just now. <laughs> um, uh-huh. It goes uh, like this. Walton Goggins in our glasses, <laughs> sporting flavors of molasses. Yeah, now that's, that's wow. more for the rum, right, I assume. Right, yeah. I don't think the Yeah, vodka. the Wal- Walton's Groggins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Brian, where did we go from there? Once we hit the high point, did we stop while we were on top? <laughs> Uh, no, we did not. Uh, so there were a couple. Then the next week, there were a couple people um, sort of playing catch up. So here's a uh, here's another theme song that we've got. Heading to the liquor store to get my drink on. That's when I see that bottle so clear and strong. Walton Goggins vodka. That's how I'm getting plied. It's the only celebrity liquor that's justified. I've tried the Cabo Wabo and Clooney's tequila verse. and DeVito's Lemon Jello. They're all just fun, but Walton Goggins. Not a lot of chords in this song, too. He could have just. Yeah, it took me a while to it's realize. It's the only celebrity. Liquor that's justified. I honestly thought Johnny Cash was dead. I'm amazed that he listens to Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> now, I yeah. think you probably could have uh, headed off a lot of grief by uh, putting a, a, a one-verse rule out into the world. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, I I do the I do think some people have had success with longer versions. I don't know if yeah. you know people would say that is one of them, but but yeah, Dan. In general, yeah. I think you're right. The the best ones kind of leave yeah. you wanting more. Yeah, I feel like outlining the sandbox that people can play in is a good idea. And yeah, these were a couple that didn't yeah. quite get. You know, that one didn't make it on the show, but it was sort of emblematic of the kind of songs we were getting at that point. And yeah, and I do I do appreciate the uh the entries that list some of his filmography i think that's always very clever um so you know props mm-hmm. to this guy for mentioning justified um yeah because he's an actor right? <laughs> he is in addition to being a, a vodka salesman um so then there were a couple people who who did something interesting that didn't quite fit anywhere else so they didn't make it on the show but it's it's kind of fun to hear Walton Goggins has a vodka Walton Goggins has a vodka Walton Goggins has a vodka vodka I like that one Yeah that's nice Yeah It's tight it's taut Yeah there's something about that melody <laughs> I just associate it with good times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I guess I associate the theme from good times with good times more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, weird. Okay. Um, yeah, and it you know, has the kind of acapella spirit of the original song, I think. It's too bad Alan Thicke is dead, or we could have hired Alan Thicke to write a Walton oh, man. Goggins He would have written a fucking us. killer Goggins song. My wife served pie to Alan Thick at a <laughs> hotel bar once, and he was a real creep. But that's a story for my wife to tell. Wow. <laughs> when you said served, I thought you were going to refer to him as Sir Alan Thick. <laughs> yeah. Knight of the Realm. Yeah, he, he was, uh-huh. Or, uh, I don't know, creating really great theme songs, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I would love to hear a Walton Goggins song to the tune of Sweaty and Hot, his aerobics theme song. <laughs> <laughs> his now that i think about it slightly creepy aerobics theme song <laughs> you know we did a, a a group watch of a but like i of course uh on brand belong to a bad movie watching group uh, where we uh we <laughs> finally randomly, a chance for you to watch bad movies <laughs> i know we yeah. randomly assign people to pick a bad movie and audrey came up and she is less of an aficionado of such things than i but she um wow dragging your girlfriend <laughs> on a podcast dragging my girlfriend by uh, suggesting she may have better things to do with her life <laughs> that's uh, true but uh no she uh picked uh, this old uh, made for television movie called dance tell dawn um that uh had uh, thick and it had Christina Applegate in it, and it had Alyssa uh-huh. Milano. It had like yep. so many sitcom stars of the day. It had uh, Kelsey Grammer in it. Edie McClurg uh-huh. was in it, um, uh-huh. and it was a lot of fun. It, it was mostly fun for nostalgic reasons, uh, but whatever. I'll take it right now. And you probably you probably liked it because you love Kelsey Grammer for his off-screen politics. Right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, more for his cocaine use. But uh, now he uh, no, but we like because we are also nerds. We often do um, pre shows. We added together our own pre shows, and Audrey was telling me what to put in it. And she had found sweaty and hot, which I had been totally unfamiliar with, and it is transfixing. If you <laughs> look up Alan Thicke performing this song, uh, which really I huh? feel like seems like it should be performed by like a a young sort of One Direction aged man. Rather than Alan uh-huh. Thick. Yeah, honestly, sweaty. I've said this before on Jordan Jesse Go. 
I frankly feel, just as I will defend to my death Robin Thicke's first album, I mm-hmm. I have to say, to me, Sweaty and Hot is a legit jam. Like, I'm into it. I think it goes. Uh, I don't have to watch it ironically, although all the, like, uh, aerobics dancing in the background does add to its uh, flavor. Yeah. So I'm I'm interested in this, guys. Let me just pull up my search browser. It's only go over to <laughs> pornhub.com and enter into the Yeah, that's your default when you Alan open up. Thick. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Alan Thick, sweaty and hot. Let's go. It's best to Oh wow. It's uh, if you search just for thick, you'll get a lot of Robin Thick stuff. So search for Daddy right, Thick. Yeah, sure, Daddy no. Thick. Oh, Daddy Thick. Search for thick and sweaty and hot. Mm-hmm. It's weird. They keep suggesting I spell thick with two C's yeah. instead of a K. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I throw stepmom in there too. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Treat yourself. Yeah. Uh, so, so Brian, what do you have? What do you have next in the hopper for us? So next is this guy uh, took Jordan. So he took your song, Jordan, and he put uh, some MIDI backing to okay. it, which is kind of fun. Walton Goggins has a vodka. Walton Goggins has a vodka. Walton Goggins has a vodka. Goggins has a vodka. Walton Goggins. Yeah, I like this one because it, it's a great use of MIDI, mm-hmm. and it really makes uh-huh. the creators of the Amiga computer proud. <laughs> I like that I was in it. <laughs> I, I, I Could that be considered uh, synthwave? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's chap hop. <laughs> I guess it's more vaporwave. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's certainly like adjacent to an Adam and his package song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my favorite my favorite genre of indie music these days is vapor rub. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I believe you went there. Thank oh you. wow! Thank you. you know, a slightly oh, different man. delivery. I feel like that could be a Dennis Miller <laughs> joke. <laughs> vapor rub, babe. Uh, so this next one is uh, I'm going to cut it off uh, after you get a taste for it because it's it's very long. But I wanted you to he- hear what. Uh, what direction this guy took it? Walton Goggins has a vodka. Delectable. I am drinking too much. Regular martinis at the bar three days a week. Getting that Goggins juice with immeasurable gusto. Another, please. Drinking well. No more bottom shelf gimlets and cheap discounted pours. The tasty. Goggins vodka from Mulholland. Get yourself this tasty treat. I think this is about yeah. to launch into like a fucking grindcore. Yeah, it, it stays that melancholy right. with that that mon that robot monologue over it the whole time, and so it's, it's pretty uh, intense and freaky. But uh, yeah, yeah, kind of a craft work by way of Philip Glass sort of. Thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stu, you're a big fan of. Uh, uh, very specific subgenres of uh, heavy rock music. <laughs> heavy metal, yeah, yeah, that's me. I mean, those guys, those guys, they can't be selling more than five thousand copies over ten thousand copies of a record. What do you think it would cost for us to to hire one of your f- favorite bands from rural Germany uh, uh-huh, yep. to make a Goggin song? Got- it, well, it's going to take a little while. I'm going to have to hire a private investigator to make sure that band isn't super racist. <laughs> oh, <cool>. um, <laughs> a concern. A concern. Uh, yep. It's a concern, especially with the black metal boys. Um, let's see. Probably, we could probably do it. I'm assuming it's relatively inexpensive to hire some like 
Just buy him some sweatpants. Yeah. And you got a fucking dad death metal band to write you a song. Any of those guys on Cameo at all? <laughs> uh, I'm sure you can just go onto Bandcamp and click on the contact me link and say, Dear Devourment, I will buy all the members of your band sweatpants if you send me some slams in about mm-hmm. a one minute chunk about this, about Walton Goggins vodka. And they would totally do it. Now, granted, the lyrics will mainly be burped into a microphone, <laughs> but it'll be great. Um, whoever they are, I hope the uh, the font they use makes their name unreadable. <laughs> You guys realize I'm wearing a I'm wearing a shirt with an unreadable band <laughs> on it. Oh wow! What it, were one to be able to read it? What would it say? Oh, it's it's blood incantation. Mm, okay. Yes, I'm, sure. Uh, I'm uh, if it, I'm kind of a poser in that, in that regard. This this put me in mind of the time I I was traveling in in Iceland for a week uh, alone, and uh, I was very lonely. And it turned out that there was a listener. Uh, in Reykjavik at the same time as me. And so I went to meet him at a bar just to chat. And uh, and it turned out that he was... I forget what... He was from a Scandinavian country. And if he's listening, for, forgive me for forgetting uh, where he was visiting family in Iceland. But he was the guitarist in a reasonably big metal band who like <laughs> he wanted to send me home with a, a an lp and i was like uh i, I don't know like it sure doesn't even have a record player and i don't know if i uh-huh. but but i was very disappointed that i could not bring back his uh metal to stew yeah do you ask him for a download code or anything uh yeah if you're listening <laughs> give Stuart a download code <laughs> they're on a version of spotify that has two umlauts over the o's <laughs> hell yeah uh, I don't use Spotify. I don't know. I feel like I like. I still like the uh, excitement of buying stuff and then hoping it's good. <laughs> I uh, when I was in Scandinavia, I met a listener who did real life Viking stuff, not the bad stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Viking stuff. Uh, that's a, that could be a lot of things. The sport. This yeah, he did he, like Viking. He took all of Jesse's stuff. <laughs> Viking sword fighting as a sport. It was great. And he looked like that oh, guy cool. too. He looked exactly like the guy you're picturing right now, as I described. It was a great time. It would be really weird. It would be really weird if he was into that stuff and he didn't look like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, my specific kink is doing Viking stuff, but looking like an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so where do we go from there, Brian? I'm going to give you two in a row here that are the they're kind of the the two that just barely didn't make the cut for the Hodgman episode um, that we did. So, uh, and then we'll get into the two on the Hodgman uh, episode, but here's a, just a quick little, uh, like sort of a stinger that this guy did. I want Goggins, I want vodka. Walton Goggins has a vodka. Vodka has a Walton Goggins, babe. Okay. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and then here's uh, some synth, some synth uh, for you guys here. Can I offer you drums something to drink? Should we just do us a shot? Can I get two more from a new friend? Long Gardens Vodka. It's a miracle! Vodka. 
better than Bohemian Rhapsody, Ray Stewart. <laughs> what was the name of I What mean, was the name of that fantasy movie that you guys did on the Flophouse recently? Hawk the Slayer. Yeah, Hawk the Slayer. That would not be wildly if you put a little bit more hi hat into that. If you just gave it a, I think that could be on the Hawk the Slayer soundtrack. So then, what did we have for the Hodgman episode, Brian? So Hodgman, we took one of the, you know, sort of better uh, acapella um, uh, theme songs and then one uh, sort of that, that really took things to the next level in the, in the uh, uh, you know, kind of full orchestration. So here's the theme song, acapella theme song. Drink like a celebrity here in Max Fun. Have a glass or two or three. It's my last one. No beer or truly, just got to give me Goggins, woo Walton Goggins has a vodka Goggins, woo Not Danny D or E-40, just Goggins, woo Don't throw up, you'll get the stank hair, and in the stank fall hair. watch out for prank bear <laughs> Goggins, woo Walton That's what I call my pubes. <laughs> I mean, I'll forgive it. Not Danny D or E40 or anybody else but Walton Goggins. I mean, once I knew that it was just to get to Prank Bear, I was on board. But yeah, okay. you know that uh, affliction we all know, stank hair. <laughs> that familiar <laughs> affliction. That's the kind of lyric that you kind of rely on your audience to be nodding their head enough by that point to just be like oh we'll, we'll go sure. along with mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then this is one of the songs that really elevated the full orchestration song and really uh set off the next phase of of song so here is this if goggins had a drink what would he be distilling do you think the sales would make a Killing with an endorsement like that Or do you think they should have picked another character actor? Wow I guess this musician has not seen the unicorn where he plays a Pilsner guy in the lead. I think, I mean, you could, I think you could argue that one of the finest lyrics in this whole ordeal is, you know, Goggins from his shows. (laughs) Fair. That song, so we, we, I thought we had kind of put the Goggins thing to rest. And then I heard that song and I was like, well, 
I got to bring it up for the Hodgman episode because we, we got to do at least another segment so we can get that one in there because I couldn't let that uh, kind of sit on the on the cutting room floor. Um, but then, so something crazy happened after that because we, well, the world went crazy uh, and, and the pandemic hit and, and that Hodgman episode was actually originally recorded as a Max Fun Drive episode. So um, we, and we shelved it for a while because we didn't quite know what was going to happen with the Max Fun Drive. We postponed it and then, and then eventually once the pandemic kind of set in, we decided let's just put it out as a regular episode. So that episode came out like a good six weeks after we recorded it. Um, and, and so then people heard that song and they were in uh, quarantine at that time. And so at, that gave the whole thing a whole new life. So like it was a, a perfect storm is what you're saying. Yeah, basically. And that was actually when Hodgman went on the website mid, you know, uh, episode and realized like, oh, he has more than vodka. He's got uh, the, the whiskey and the right. gin. I don't know if he actually does have a rum, but he's got whiskey and the gin at least. That's money on the fucking table. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everyone loves rum. Yeah. yeah. Everybody loves tropical goggins. so that's that's when that's when like we we got a flood of songs after like literally it took me an hour to go through all the other the rest of the songs because then for the next episode because there were so many for for uh when we went when we came back after that episode so um yeah uh, so, but so, what else? What, what else do you have for us, Brian? Do you have uh, some more greatest hits? Do you have some new stuff? What's uh, what's next? Yeah, let's do. Um, let's see. We'll we'll kind of uh, pick up the pace here a little bit. Um, here's a fun one that got uh, left on the cutting room floor, but it's pretty fun. Another cover. It's from Walton Goggins, it tastes so good. So dig it for some spins, it is distilled six times from non-GMO corn. And it's fully gluten-free. Goggins was so great in sense of anarchy. Justified the show for an identity. Done walk-ons on so many TV shows. Wasn't on community, it really got a trend as Jen. Walton Goggins Jen, Walton Goggins Jen. You know what I like about that one is it has that real pandemic feel of uh, not trying to bother the neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's my upstairs neighbor doing? Recording Goggin yeah. songs all day? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on this Zoom call. <laughs> Boy, yeah, I thought that one had a lot going for it, but just if it was, if it, if I just like another take, just that, that was the one. You leave on the floor, just do yeah. another take with a little more confidence, and I think that one can. Yeah, that's the confidence bottle right. it takes. Um, but yeah, um, put some good stuff in there. Here's one we played on the Helen Hong episode that was an, uh, an acapella, a really good uh, acapella one. Uh, this is my submission for the Walton Goggins vodka song. Uh, I don't have production material, but I have a song in my heart. So, oh, Walton Goggins has a vodka. And a whiskey and a gin. Walton Goggins has a vodka, and I won't tell you again. Short and sweet. That's beautiful. It's kind of that Sarah Plain and Tall shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, brother, where art thou? Sure. Exactly. Yeah. 
That would bring a tear to Goggins' eye, I'm sure. Uh, and then we we had a little bit more production as things got a little bit, um, you know, people followed in the footsteps of the uh, "What if God was one?" What if Goggins good? Goggins mm-hmm. great. hearing this one when it was first broadcast and uh while i give this person a lot of credit for choosing to do a song that basically lives and dies on uh, harmonies uh, <laughs> when mm-hmm. they don't appear to have a particular aptitude for harmonies uh i don't know play i you know i i would not do that because i know that i cannot do harmonies it is it is like some sort of weird mystical magic as far as i'm concerned and like know what you're supposed to sing that's not the melody, but I liked the I liked the lo-fi vibe. It's kind of like those first couple Mountain Goats albums, you know. Mm-hmm. Similarly insightful lyrics too. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe this guy should write an acclaimed novel. <laughs> Get on it, listener. Um, okay, so this and this is uh, this is this song's called uh, "These Goggins Moments" uh, in that episode. Sure, yeah. Director, writer of Veronica. <laughs> <laughs> All right, triple I l- triple threat Glenn Danzing. <laughs> <laughs> I like the uh, unreleased demo vibe of that one. Yeah, like, it feels sure. like you'd find it on like a box set after like a beloved artist died. Right. There is mm-hmm. a part of me that's like, we have computers now, multi-track it. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, but I it's raw. So. 
Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think this guy. I mean, obviously, this is a you know, this is a famous horror punk song that this guy is covering. I think he was kind of mm-hmm. circling something similar, and I just. I want to say that I guess I'm just a little disappointed, although maybe I don't really know what's coming. Brian has some unreleased songs. I don't know why no one did anything that you could call Walton Scoggins. (laughs) Seems like it's right there, but I don't know. Who am I? I don't know. Just some guy. It's tough to get a full brass band together. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) sure. I guess, you know, you're probably right. Uh, Brian, what do we got next? Um, oh, and fun fact about that song, that guy actually sent in a second, ver- he sent in two versions of that one that was like a slower, more moody, uh, acoustic, like a uh, acoustic picking song mm. version of that. So that was um, kind of fun, but good know, options. not an upbeat, upbeat stomper one. like that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, this is the one that kind of, we finished that Helen Hong episode with, uh, and this is based on the Anna Kendrick song. My ticket for the hateful eight Stream season three of Justified And it would go so well With a signature cocktail Oh, please give me something to imbibe Walton Goggs, Walton Goggins He's got a whiskey, Walton Goggs He's got a vodka fit for song He's got a gin for Judge Sean Hodgman But he's also got a whiskey, Walton Goggs Wally Goggs Walton Goggins He's got a whiskey Walton Goggs With fresh scents of vanilla, bean, sweet corn and maple Yes you see, yeah he's got a pretty good whiskey Walton Goggs It took silver at the World Spirit Competition Something I like in, in the ones that I like the best is that I know they visited the website to do the research. <laughs> right. They've just pulled yeah. some talking points off the Mulholland Distillery website. Um, yeah, I like that one. That one's one of my favorites. I think it's really good. Just a great blend of, you know, the joke of it and also some some talent and some production. Really good. One of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to uh, penalize people for, um, let's say, being less musically gifted. No, everybody nice can to... get in on things. It's nice. That's it's... what I'm saying about the fucking Grammys, dude. Thank just you. Yeah, just... just give it to Lizzo. Am I right? <laughs> Thank right, you. Right. Yeah. So then uh, that and that. So in that episode, um, you guys kind of said, okay, enough with the uh, guitar and plucky singing. Kind of uh, let's let's hear a little synth. Let's hear some remixes. Um, Helen actually did some beatboxing in that episode that that uh, you know you guys invited. Uh, people to remix um and so uh here are a couple um that we got that we haven't that are kind of b-sides um that uh you know uh came in after that call with this one. 
not going to tell you this is the strongest vocal performance. But I like the Tangerine Dream vibes. What is this? I know this song that they're doing. What is it? And just lift up your phone with uh, your your headphones and uh, hit Shazam and then Shazam. <laughs> yeah, sound sound hounded. Yeah. Yeah, that was moody. That was moody. I like that one. Yeah, so there were some other, uh, let's see, here's a couple. Here's another uh, pretty good one here. Uh, Take that. Take that. Molten Goggins has a vodka. Molten Goggins has a gin. Molten Goggins Goggins is a character actor. Oh, yes, he is. You've probably seen him in that thing. Oh, snap, that was him. That is by no means the only thing he's got going on. Oh, the speak no. all that there is to Yeah. Yeah, real jammy jam. Integrating some uh, Helen Hong beatboxes into there. I like that. Um, I think that's the first one you could consider to be a fuck jam. Yeah, I mean, I'm tumescent. Sure. Mm-hmm. Here's another fun little jingle one. This is a quick one here. has a vodka yes he does Walton Goggins has a vodka that we love mouth harp was a surprise yeah <laughs> you never suspect the mouth harp nope uh there's 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 maybe one that i want to call out and jesse i don't know if maybe maybe we want to like kind of kind of kind of build to a close here with like maybe maybe shouting out one that was that was a favorite um i brian i don't know if you have the nine inch nails one uh handy um, but I just want to say that I, this one also incorporates Helen Hong beatboxing, which I think is great. But, um, uh, but yeah, I think this one, uh, this one, uh, really, really stood out to me. And I, when I think of, you know, artistry, humor, uh, remixing, 
it, it, uh, I, I really think it's, it's, it's one of the best that, uh, that we have to offer. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can do, we can bring it home here with a couple of the, the big, the big hitters here. Yeah. I just wanted to do like a couple more and then maybe we could just everything that we didn't play, just tack it onto the end. Yeah. People can listen to them. Totally. Totally. Okay. Yeah. We'll just do a couple big hitters here. Tales are like luster. They're barely passing muster. Recipe needs adjusting. With liquors I can trust in. And it's amazing that that song first appeared on the soundtrack to The Social Network. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that theme song takes me back to high school, uh, driving around with my friend Brett, who would never play anything <laughs> but Nine Inch Nails in the car. Oh, Brett. Ooh. Not even Tool? <laughs> what, what's Brett up to now, Dan? I don't... I, Brett, if you're out there, get in touch with me. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Hit us up, Brett. Prick us up in your mm-hmm. car. Let's go mm-hmm. cruise around. I hope he, I hope Brett hasn't had a downward spiral. I hope his car isn't broken. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I hope he doesn't have nine-inch nails. Yes. <laughs> Cut your nails, Brett. Cut your nails. I hope you didn't call his car a pretty hate okay. machine. <laughs> I kind of want to see how long Stu can go with this, actually. Uh, my favorite part of this bit it. is how heartily Stu laughs at himself. <laughs> okay, a couple more, couple more sort of... Uh, Jordan, I think you said uh, God-tier versions of these things here that I think we're, we're in right now. Um, so here's one from uh, old pal Johnny Eureka. Well, I know that we've all seen better days than now. And who knows what will come, but we'll make it through somehow. When the 
going gets tough and your life seems rough you got to get yourself back off the ground roll up yeah, there's a place you can go where the spirits do flow if you listen closely you'll hear the sound of God I can see the like soft focus, <laughs> like uh, wine grape, yeah. rolling hills. Yeah, yeah. Maybe someone throws a frisbee at some point. I don't know. Yeah, you got you got my hopes up when you mentioned that it was a god tier take. Because when I think of god tier, I think of like Sentinel or Wesker and Marvel vs. Capcom three. Right. But uh, yeah, I think sure. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right, Dan? And uh, <laughs> I, I do appreciate I, I know that you didn't particularly put any rules on this. And I also know that songwriting is a very particular craft that I certainly don't have. But I like that it's an original and not a not a, a, a parody song. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I think a lot of people did a lot of like like homages and like style mm-hmm. parodies, which I think were uh, all turned out really good. Really kind of kind of kind of taking the original assignment and running in a different direction. Yeah. Here's here's a, a version of that uh, one we played uh, pretty recently. Here's the here's a, uh, another version of that. Gardens. From the radio sweetheart or detective They told me to record a track For a certain film and TV actor Yeah. 
You know, I like that one because to me it sounds like one of those uh, songs from a movie, like in maybe the late '80s, that explain what happened in the movie that you just watched, like a, like a city of crime from <laughs> right. Dragnet kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. So those are all the ones yeah. we've played. There's two more that I think I would be, we there. Too much work went into them to not play real quick. But uh, this one, so this is the guy who played the original. He was the original. Um, Give me the Goggins. Throw back a bottle of beer. Goggins guy. And he sent once everyone kind of upped their game. He sent this one in. Just kind of a medley of a bunch of different songs that he tried. Hi Jordan, Jesse, and guest Mackenzie Broadhurst here. I thought I'd give another shot at the Walton Goggins booze jingle thing here. Uh, so uh, this one's, uh, well, it's something. Enjoy. Who's got a whiskey in the walls? Who's gonna give you a drink? Let's go for some garage rock. Get the bass going. I love he took the tempo down to I can now play this levels. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Just needs a little more oomph, I think. Maybe Nardcore? Oof, whoa. No. Way too much oomph. I think we need to totally dial it back, go in a different direction completely. Let's try this out. Obviously not meant to write jingles. Thanks, guys. Love the show. Yeah, I liked his acting. The acting was very good. I also liked that it was basically a concept album. (laughs) (laughs) Like that Flaming Lips album you have to play on four different stereos. Uh Uh-huh, yep. Or every King Diamond album. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. You guys have more, right? Like that Blind Guardian album or that other <laughs> Blind Guardian album. Keep going, keep going. I mean, keep I guess Ziggy Stardust like is that. a concept album. I got to go back further. I'm not. Uh... Yeah. Oh, that's it cool. Is. Yeah. Sure. 
This is one of those concept albums where the concept is just sort of spreading out across all of music. I'd say it's more of a Songs in the Key of Goggins. Right. (laughs) Yes. Um um, okay, so here's here's one more we haven't played that that I thought should get should get uh, some some ears on it. call him wally goggs we do now i mean probably his wife (laughs) yeah yeah that was that was uh that that was uh that was high energy Uh i dig it you know brian i made one of these i just want to say i was at the drugstore the other day and i heard the luther vandross song came on and i was disappointed to hear luther vandross because i'd forgotten that he had originally recorded the song <laughs> my version had supplanted his version right. inside my yeah, head yeah it's like it's kind of like nothing compares to you everybody like remembers it as a Sinead o'connor song you know here we go anyway mm-hmm. Walton, he's an actor and he has a vodka. Potato spirit, he distills it, he transforms it Kafka. Clear as ice flows, and so you know that it tastes like nothing. Go down smoothly, never rudely, soon you will be loving. Drinking with Walton is like heaven if it had a vodka. Giving pleasure to your leisure, Milan to Kamchatka. Sophisticated, now you've made it, it's a classy party. With a few friends, or some new friends, or just Ken and Bobby. Oh, vodka. Sounded oh, pretty vodka. good to me, I'm going to be honest. I don't know who this guy is, but everybody's handsome. sips from your cup is never too much. I just don't want to stop. Goggins Vodka. Goggins Vodka. A million mules from Moscow. Is never too much, never too much. I just don't wanna stop. Goggins vodka, goggins vodka. Folks, this is the only vodka. 
Walton Goggins, the star of television's Justified, and the unicorn on CBS. Don't be afraid to tip one back, but please, do it like Walton would do it, and drink responsibly. Good night, and good luck. <laughs> Man, that's some fucking sexy shit. I kind of suggest at the end that if you drink the vodka, you're going to fuck. <laughs> I didn't want to say that on the generally available episode where we played this, but for members, they can know a little behind the scenes information. I'm kind of suggesting they're going to fuck if they drink the Ooh, vodka. Wow. I mean, this, you know, this, you chose well, Jesse, because this take, yeah. takes advantage of your smooth voice. I mean, that is your number one. Yeah. Mm, sure. Yes. yes. Too hot for main yes, feed. Yeah. That's what that is. <laughs> I mean, I think if I if I can say this, uh, you know, this is just, we're all friends here. Yeah, yeah. Dan, cool. I think it takes advantage of the fact that I'm a better singer than Luther Vandross. <laughs> oh, wow. Fair. <laughs> Sorry, Luther. Yeah. And you did all the instrumentation, right? Yeah, I played all those uh I played all those different instruments from bass guitar uh bass. Yep. Yep. <laughs> to uh drums. You clearly know. Yeah. You clearly know. Yes. Yeah. You talk the talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Played all the instruments from the big mouth Billy Bass to the <laughs> yes. Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was, I think, one best song. And I have to say, it was not mine. We haven't heard it so far. You know, I think certainly the Cherry Pop and Daddy song, that one was transformational. Like yeah. that that really set the tone. It's it's important. It's an important record. Yeah. But there's only one greatest Goggins song. And mm-hmm. I have to say, the other day I watched the movie Shrek. Sure. Which yeah. I had never I had never seen the movie Shrek before. Oh cool. It was significantly worse than I expected. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I wanna watch a plate of garbage. Yeah. I I really was expecting a two and a half star experience and got a one and a half star experience. Yeah. Uh-huh. But now you you get most memes. Yeah. Now you... I finally understand memes. And one of the most astonishing scenes in the film is when there is just a straight montage to the inspiration for the song we're about to hear that goes basically the entire length of the song. And I think expects us to have a real emotional relationship with these characters who just did an elaborate Matrix parody. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, all I could think about was Walton Goggins as I was watching it, and I think that's a testament to the power of uh, the power of this version. Well, I heard there was a vodka brand created by an actor man who's accomplished both in comedy and drama. But you, you tried to drink a fifth And now you're falling off your tits It must be quite a delicious tasting vodka Walton Goggins has a vodka Walton Goggins has a vodka You bet it's strong More than 80 proof You better stay the hell off the roof I'm afraid you'll fall and suffer major trauma I'll tie you to a kitchen chair Till you sober up I'll leave you there Until your lips no longer smell like vodka Walton Goggins 
glass of vodka Walton Goggins has a vodka You know that we've been here before I've cleaned your puke off the floor And held you while you cried out for your mama I don't want to hear you cry at night Just go to bed, turn off the light And dream of having more Mulholland vodka Walton Goggins has a vodka Walton Goggins, it's not marijuana Walton Goggins has a vodka Walton Goggins has a vodka It's just really beautiful, you know. You know, I I know that one's good because it overcomes my dislike of that song. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking is, about, Dan? That let, song's let, so good. Let me be clear: that is an objectively beautiful song that has been overused and overused because it is such a pretty song. People are like, "Hmm, does my TV show needs have need unearned pathos? Let me uh, get a little <laughs> hallelujah on the soundtrack." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you should earn it like the yeah, movie yeah. Shrek. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's the movie that ha- starts with that big goof where uh, the movie opens with Shrek flushing an outhouse, and it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, hey, so, uh, so Brian, you are going to do everyone a solid, and uh, to the end of this episode, attach uh, all the Goggins songs we haven't heard yet. Um, to give to make sure everybody's uh, gets out there in the world, which is very important to us. Um, yeah, Dan and Stu, thanks for thanks for joining us for this. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for having. Me. Can I give uh, one shirtlessness update before we go? Yeah, <laughs> please. Yes. Oh, yeah, uh, I am not only now shirtless, but I am fanning myself with a straw Panama hat. So I am now oh, wow. at the wow. intersection of drug lord and old Florida man. Oh man, <laughs> Dan's Dan's Hemingwaying over yeah. there. Oh man, Dan's just asking for those drooling emojis to start filling mm-hmm. the feed. Yes, <laughs> yes, fan yourself, yep. fan yourself, Daddy. Tw- Twenty tokens to fan yourself. <laughs> oh. What else is up on the whiteboard over there? Uh, <laughs> pour a cup of gravy on your head. Uh, yeah, obviously, if uh, for some reason people don't subscribe to the Flophouse podcast, they really should. It's basically the funniest show out there, I think. Uh, thanks. Yeah, love it, love it, love it, love it. And yeah, thanks to everybody who uh, recorded recorded Goggins songs and uh, and uh, donated in the Max Fun Drive. Uh, yeah, it really. Uh, all, all the the Goggins songs, the supporting the show, uh, really uh, really uh, strengthens the argument that uh, the Max Fun internet is the best internet out there. Yeah, and if I was too mean about any of your songs, just remember it's because I don't know how to be nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I'm I'm genuinely impressed by anyone who has uh, had any level of creative motivation during this time. Yeah. Yeah. 
Agreed. Not just, you know, staring into the corners of the room, thinking about all the dumb things he said in junior high and wishing that uh, you could just curl up into a ball and keep curling until you, like, kind of disappear. Yeah, that. I've actually taken up curling. Oh, wow. The sport, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, guys, I have a family to take care of, so I'm going to leave. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.
And so I spend in the aisles of the grocery store. I reach for the rose, no, it's gotta be more. Something a little bit stronger. And so I look at the whiskey and the scotch and the rye when all of a sudden something catches my eye and it's got the most beautiful label. And I see Walton Goggins has a vodka, a friend, hey, and a whiskey and gin. And I see Walton Goggins has a vodka, a friend, hey, and a whiskey and gin. He's got a fine whiskey When the world is told to stay at home And your Netflix queue suggests the righteous gemstones Well, grab a tumbler cause you're all alone He's got a fine whiskey Yeah, he's got a fine whiskey Sure he's done other stuff like Deep State and Six Gin and Vodka too, maybe But none of them will ever warm you The way I do Have a glass or two, boy And as the drinks go by Walton Goggins, you make me cry You gotta see Sons of Anarchy He's got a fine whiskey. He's got a fine whiskey. Yeah, he's got a fine whiskey.
so I don't have any big audio production, just me and my gumption. So here it is to the tune of I Dream of Genie theme song. What just made your mouth buzz? It's Walton Goggins Vodka's. You're gonna thank your God, cause this vodka tastes so good. Boom, 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 boom. Drink it straight up in a martini or serve it with some blini. Mix it up in a Moscow mule. Walton Goggins Vodka. Enjoy it with the latka. Or go Greek with moussaka. Whatever works for you. His vodka rules. Walton Goggins Vodka. 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 Goggins has a vodka. Goggins has a vodka. Goggins has a vodka. Goggins has a vodka. Wilson Goggins! Vodka! Wilson Goggins! Goggins Alright. Walton Goggins, he has a vodka for you. Walton Goggins, so have a drink or two. When your life is kind of down and you wish that you weren't there, just grab a bottle of Mulholland and you won't even care. Walton, 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 Goggins, 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 Walton Goggins. Walter, 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 Goggins, Goggins. Walter, 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 Goggins, 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 Goggins,
Let's get together, the night is young and wet thirsty. When I first realized, I could tell that you were thirsty like me. <laughs> Two people wandering, looking, searching for a martini. I can tell you're thirsty just like me. I can tell you're thirsty. Walton Goggins vodka sets me free. Ooh, Walton Goggins, yeah. I can tell you're thirsty just like if me. If you're really thirsty, yeah. Two people wandering, looking, searching for vodka. Happy really trying, baby. Trying to find a vodka with ties to. TV shows like Justified and the Unicorn. Well, come on, whoa, come on, hey, Walton Goggins has a vodka. Walton Goggins, Walton Goggins has a vodka.
from sobriety and watched Ant-Man and the Waps. Have you ever seen that show justified and drank till you collapsed? Drink a full glass And I wonder if I should I said I wonder if I Walton Goggins makes vodka And I haven't thrown up yet But I don't feel very good That's the impression that I get Thanks guys, love the show Hit the streets Walton Goggins has a vodka engine At this moment it means everything You in that glass All my thoughts I confess Verge on dirty I'll come on Jordan Believe it or not He's got a vodka I never thought it would taste so clean Walter Goggins is a man on a tear who could it be? Believe it or not, it's just he. Every night with tonic and a lime or a ginger ale, it's clear and well.
sweat And you can bet that somewhere it's one more time We know it is called Mulholla Yes, sir But it's Goggins who's really the brand So when we say Somebody is for the take Walton Goggins has a vodka, delectable. I am drinking too much. Regular martinis at the bar three days a week. Getting that Goggins juice with immeasurable gusto. Another, please. Drinking well, no more bottom shelf gimlets and cheap discounted pours. A tasty Goggins vodka. From Mulholland, get yourself this tasty treat. Drinking well, no bad vodka, no vodka. Vodka to all animals, never washing spiders down with Goggins. Share the Goggins with old friends, enjoy a drink now and then. We'll frequently sip Goggins after work, drink it all. All other vodkas, not fond, not in love. Goggins white Russians on Sundays, like a Goggins the dude, knowing that Walton Goggins has a vodka brings peace, will not drink a cormic, less chance of illness, Goggins tastes good on the rocks, good martinis, liquor cabinet no longer empty, only full of Goggins, like a regular man about town. Get your beverages, because Walton Goggins has a vodka. This drink will fill you with joy. Buy it, buy for, buy for your country. Buy Mulholland, buy Walton Goggins vodka. Walton Goggins has a vodka. Walton Goggins has a vodka. Like a cat tied to a stick that's driven into frozen winter sheet. The ability to laugh at weakness. Con, fitter, healthier and more productive a pig in a cage on antibiotics. Instead of beer, I'm sipping booze as I picture in my mind. A big old smile on a water in Goggin's face now. Snorting blue is too intense and I Never have liked wine Just give me a lollygog's Mulholland vodka Sell water, make a show And then when you have the time Mix a badass cocktail with your vodka 
Mend some corn that ain't GMO And then cook it for some time Oh my God, I need a little taste of Walton Goggins I mean his vodka Walton Goggins has a vodka. I heard from JJ Go. About an acting guy Star of screen and screen The praise was justified He's laid down his cards In Adventure 21 Plus if you imbibe at all, then imbibe you must. Walton Goggins has a distillery. Everyone who knows, knows that it's the best in cow. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.